0: guys welcome to POV you my therapist the podcast where I vent you listen and you do not get paid um, so today's setup is a little bit different um, if you're watching on YouTube you're definitely gonna notice this change if you're listening on the podcast you're really not gonna notice anything at all maybe the sound quality might be a little iffy and that is definitely because I am recording on my snowball microphone but um, today I'm recording portions of the video in my, uh, office. So I'm in my office and I've been, I've had a week, you guys, I've had a fucking week. Um, and I, I just knew that my vibes were, there's my dog. If you're watching on YouTube, Precious just walked into the room, um, and left. She, okay. Anyways. So I knew that my vibes were fucking horrendous this week because I have honestly had like, I've had a really questionable two weeks. Um, and I felt like if I was going to sit here and even try to do the podcast regularly, that I would lose my shit. Like I've had moments like this before, like where I've had like a really questionable shitty week and like I've had things pent up a lot, like emotionally really pent up. And I, when I sat down to record the podcast, it became like... This is like, I think this episode 16, it literally was like bar for bar. Like I was, I was writing a diss track. I was writing a diss track. So I didn't want to do that again because I know how these things go. I'm going to sit down record and I'm going to get it all off my chest. I'm going to feel like a bad bitch. And then when I sit down to edit, I'm going to be like, holy shit, I literally cannot use any of this because I sound psychotic. So I learned from that lesson and I'm not going to do that again. But, honestly, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens at the right time. So, I decided that this week's episode would kind of be a, uh, it would be a, we're going to revisit, basically, the last year. Because, you guys, POV My Therapist is almost a year old. Our birthday is on the 28th, except yesterday I got an email from Anchor saying that my birthday was the 20th, and I was like, girl, my child... POV, my therapist is not a Virgo. She is most definitely a Libra. You are not. You're not going to sit here and tell me that my child is a Virgo. She's not, babe. Don't do that. Do not do that. Um, My daughter is a Libra. Thank you. So, no, my child is a Libra. She was born September 28th, despite what the birth certificate says. Thank you. So, um, and I'm so excited because, like, I think in August it did not dawn on me that we'd been doing this for a year and like I don't I didn't realize the anniversary was like coming up so quickly you know so I was like fuck when I realized that you know September 28th was like right around the corner I was like holy shit wait (laughs) so I have been kind of scrambling and like working together to put some stuff together and, um, just to really be able to celebrate this birthday the way it should be celebrated. And I think one of the things that I definitely want to do is take a walk down memory lane, take a walk down through some of my favorite segments of POV and my therapist. I almost said POV and my episode. Oh my God. a POV and my therapist, um, from season one. It may be one or two segments from season two, but, um, but yeah, so I'm not, I'm probably not going to introduce every segment. I'll definitely separate them by using like a little twinkle or like a sound effect, but yeah, so we're just going to walk down memory lane and, um, that's going to be this episode and I'm going to kind of comment on, uh, some of the, some of the clips because I realized like, as I'm listening to it, some of these things, like I just feel so differently about now. And, um, and I, you know, we're constantly growing, changing, evolving, all of it. And it's also funny because I, I feel like I know my state of mind from some of these episodes. Like it was yesterday, even though it was months ago, but I literally remember like what I was talking about, what I was going through, what I was thinking about. Um, and honestly, this has been like a really good kind of journal to like to revisit like where my headspace has been and kind of see where my headspace is now. So, um, So yeah, that's what today's episode is going to be about. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm well aware that, like, visually we are at a different uh, place, so that might be jarring for some of you, but listen, I just didn't want, I didn't want to, I'm already emotionally exhausted from the last couple of weeks, and I just did not have the energy to do makeup, to go upstairs in that hot-ass room, to sit under the lights, to get comfortable, to look good, like i'm coming to you with my heart on my sleeve friend like um i just i really just didn't have it in me like and honestly like you know i think i've been handling my shit pretty well but i've been going through it i'm not gonna lie to you um i've been going through it externally and internally like i went through another friendship breakup I know, you guys. I went through another friendship breakup, and it's just kind of left me really bitter and a little bit disappointed in a lot of stuff. So, I went through a friendship breakup. The weather's changing, so my lips are fucking chapped. Um, And, like, I know that sounds like a really small thing, but, like, no, I look ill. Um, My lips are literally constantly purple and, like, fucking peeling, and, and I'm getting these horrible pimples because I'm having to wear so much Vaseline on my mouth, it's clogging my pores, and then I'm having a panic attack, because the pimples look eerily similar to monkeypox, but then, you know, like, three days goes by, and then it's just still a pimple, and I'm like, fuck, okay, it's a pimple, and then, you know, I buy a good chapstick, and then I fucking lose it, and, uh, you know, like, little things like that, that you're just like, must this happen today, today, um... And just, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, stuff like that's been happening. But on the other side of things, if you're watching on YouTube, you may have noticed a little change. Actually, not a little change, like a big change um, on the format, like with how I have been uh, posting stuff. Um, I'm trying something new because, you know, I put in a lot of work into the podcast and I and you guys are always telling me you want me to blow up. And stuff like that. And I want that for myself too, baby. I really do. You know, I put in a lot of work for this and I would like this to become my full time thing. So I am just trying something new that I've seen work for some people. So I'm putting my hand in it and I'm trying it out and I'm trying my best. So um, I hope you understand. and then something else that's really exciting. I wanted to have this ready in time for the anniversary. But uh, you know, some of like to produce good stuff, you need you gotta take time. You gotta take time. And I was talking to my manager. He does not listen, he's like he's like, I'm not your manager yet. And I'm like, No, you're my manager. Thanks. Um, I was talking to him and he was like you can either have quality, quantity, or quickness. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I chose quality and quantity. And um and I even though I wanted quickness, I you know, you shouldn't rush things. So I'm okay with not rushing things. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? What things are you rushing? Girl, finally we're gonna have merch. Okay? We are finally having merch. And it's really cool and I'm super excited and Um, And I'm really excited about it. I have been putting in a lot of hard work. Okay. I've been putting in a lot of hard work regarding this and a lot of money. (laughs) That'd be But you're, there's my dog. There she is. Yep, there's my (laughs) B.A.B.A. But if you are listening um, and not just somebody that keeps up on TikTok, you heard it here first. In the next couple of weeks, merch is dropping, you guys, and it's not just any merch. I'm really excited about this. Like, I have actually been thinking about this for a long time. I think I started designing and like pulling ideas together since February of last year. Last year? No, of this year. What is this? What year are we in? I don't even freaking know at this point. Are we in 2022? Uh, Yes. I've been pulling, (laughs) I've been pulling ideas since, um february of 2022 and i think even long before that i kind of knew the aesthetic that i wanted to go with and like it very much fits in the theme of pov my therapist it very much fits in the theme of you know like the classiness the you know all of that and and i'm really excited about it i'm so excited about it i think this is the start of something new it feels so right Look at my! If you're watching on YouTube, do you just see my dog's lower half? Look at her little cooter! Oh, precious! Oh, um, <laughs> she's so cute. Oh, um, she's in the frame. But um, but yeah. So I'm really excited. I'm so excited to share these things with you guys and. I just want to thank everybody for having been here with me this entire time and, and really being a friend and just being such a place of support. There are some of you that I've been in communication with on IG for a year now, for a fucking year, and you guys have been so supportive. And like, some of you are, some of you are really, y'all are getting invitations to my wedding (laughs) when that happens. Don't know when that's happening, when that happens. But it's just it just feels really nice like because you know something i've talked about a lot is how i've struggled to find community and damn like we are a community we are the philosophers we are the therapy peas (laughs) so i'm super excited about it and i hope you will take this walk down memory lane with me goodbye Another set of questions that I got was how did I stop, y'all are going to be disappointed in this answer. How did I stop seeking validation? The thing is, I don't think I've ever actually really stopped seeking validation. I think I have just gotten into a point where it doesn't drive my fucking existence, okay? Um... Because we're always seeking validation. And that's the thing. Like, I don't actually think there's anything wrong with seeking validation. We're people. If we were meant to be alone, we would be born by ourselves. And, well, okay, I know we're born by ourselves. But I mean, like, we would hop out the womb. Like, we wouldn't need a womb. We would need a, not even an egg. Like, we'd be like a fucking, you know how, like, um flies come out of, like, rot? That's what we would be like. Like, we would be self-sufficient from birth to death. If we didn't need connection with other people, We wouldn't have other people. We wouldn't feel that longing. Like the need for validation, I feel like that's actually a very normal thing. And I feel like that is just about as human as you can get. The need for needing other people is just about as human as you can get. And I think sometimes people who are not used to like prolonged loneliness, who are not used to actually just existing in their own fucking company, fix their mouths so easily to tell you, you don't need anybody else. You don't need a man. You don't need this. And it's like, yeah, you think I don't need that. And maybe I don't need that. I can survive. I'm definitely not going to die if I don't have that. But it's actually very painful to just keep living without it. And a lot of the times, like my friends will tell me that even my single friends and I, I look at their lives and I'm like, you have I'm not about to get mad here. You have two parents. You have a group of friends that you have known since you were a child. I have myself and my dog and my parent when they're not being judgmental and micromanaging my existence. And then I have a sister who is 10 years my senior and living a life. Tell me where, where I can find that in my life. And then we can have a deeper conversation about how I don't need these things. Um, I know personally, it's not that I need attention from a man. It's that I need a community. I know that if I had that community, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care about dating as much. Like I wouldn't, but I don't have that. So I care a lot actually. Um, and people are like, learn to be in your own company. Bro, I'm in my own company 24, 7, 365 shit stays on my mind, okay? I'm in my company all the time. I would love to be in somebody else's company. But not too long ago, my sister said something to me that I was like, you're gonna need to shut up or else I'm gonna, like, rock your shit. I was telling her, like, all of my best friends live in other places. They live so fucking far from me. If I needed a hug, I'd have to get on a flight and fly to New York. Or drive four hours to fucking Nashville, okay? So... I just don't have that company where I am and I absolutely hate it. And that is a conversation for a different day um, because I'm not about to fall into this pit of despair tonight, today. And I was like, I just wish I, I told her, I was like, I wish I had a friend here, like somebody that I could do everything with and whatever. And she was like, you know that you can't force people to do everything you want them to do, right? Did I say that? I didn't say that. That's not what I said. I said I wish I had company. Like, every time I start talking about, like, what the things I want that involve somebody else, people who already have a semblance of that want to tell me that, oh, it's not all roses and flowers. It's not what you think it's like. Like, a relationship is not what you think it is. You know that, right? Like, I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. I'm not stupid. I'm not dumb. I'm not... I don't know. I don't wear rose colored glasses. Like I I'm not making shit up in my head and saying that these are the rules. Like I'm just telling you what I want. Like I want like if you're a person who when people tell you the human connections they crave you without meaning to diminish it and invalidate that I want you to just shut the fuck up don't tell your single friend who's been single for like 10 years that she needs to just focus on herself. Because what do you think she's been doing for those 10 years? No, really? What do you think she's been doing for those 10 years? Who has she been spending time with? She hasn't been focusing on a spouse cause she doesn't have one or a kid. She doesn't have one. Who you see my problem here. Um, So I have a lot of issue with that. And I hate hearing it. And if you're my friend and you've said that to me recently, know that I wanted to choke you out when you said it. And I just decided not to because it's not worth jail time. And also, I didn't explain myself because it's just not worth explaining to yet another person who's going to wipe it from their memory and say it again in about two weeks. So, um, so yeah, uh, I didn't really plan on... (laughs) I don't know. I, for, I, I didn't think about what I was going to talk about today, but I didn't think I was going to talk about relationships again. But I think I might because I... I just... I feel like there's still a lot to unpack here. <laughs> As my therapist would say. There's a lot to unpack here. Um, There were also a lot of men in the comments talking about how... um. Oh, one guy said I was an awful woman. And I was like, bitch, shut up. I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, quite literally. I... I Anybody who has the ability to fix their mouth and call me an evil, devious, awful person, I know you don't have sense. I know you don't because I'm quite literally so wonderful. And if you hate me, you probably hate women. I know that sounds a little cocky and maybe it is, but I just don't care. And I just don't think I believe you. So there's that. But there were a lot of men who were like, um, I don't know, saying that like women were part of the problem. And it's just like, no, they're not. Men are so emotionally unavailable. They're so just lost and in a way that is just like how have you survived for so long and actually you're not surviving right now because women want emotional competency and you don't have it and women are suffering because of it and men are suffering because of it and it's this humongous divide that it's like women will take the time to go and take care of their mental health and seek to be better and try to be better and men are just watching from the sidelines sometimes getting mad because they Because their girlfriends are realizing that they're codependent and that they're in shitty relationships and that they need to step up and they're like, ew, I don't like what that's done to you. Like, I just don't get it. I just, like, why, in what world do you not want to be a better version of yourself? Just because it means confronting that you might actually be a piece of shit. Hmm. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. But, um, but yeah, there was just a lot of men like trying to tell the thousands of women in the comments that they were wrong. And it's like, if so many women feel the same way, you don't start to wonder, hmm, maybe there's an issue. I just couldn't imagine. Imagine being a man right now and thinking that there's not a man problem. (laughs) That's shocking. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. And honestly, reading a lot of these comments from the women and like there were married women talking about how their husbands were shit and how terrible they were. And I was like, bro, this is, I already was not, I was, I was trying to feel optimistic. I was trying to feel like, you know, love is a possible thing and, and not settling is a possible thing. But you know what? Reading these comments, I really just, my optimism has fled. She's gone. I So, this clip, I genuinely stand by everything that I said in here, Um, except I think my point of view has changed just a little bit, Um, because, you know, at the time that I filmed this, one, I, hold on, we're not even going to go deep into this, but I was like 40 pounds lighter. (laughs) going back i'm i'm getting back into the gym okay re-watching these has really like i'm like oh my god what did i do anyways anyways um i look so young i'm i'm let me stop looking at myself okay i stand by everything that i a lot of what i say in this because like it is very valid and at the time of what i was going through extremely fucking valid i think the only thing that's changed is I have a different perspective now. And I, you know, I went and I made friends and I kind of, I made friends and I was going out every weekend and I was having a lot of fun. And to tell you the truth, I'm not lonely, but I realized that there's a lot of things that when you don't have it, it seems better than when you do have it. And I think that that is something that I definitely, you know, like looking back now, I'm like, yeah, like this version of Divine, like she has a real good point. Um, but I am, I'm also glad that I have enough experience and I have enough wherewithal and I can kind of stand on my own because i was feeling an an intense amount of loneliness like when i recorded this i don't know if you can hear it but there was a lot of rage in my voice and like and i was just going through it i really was and it was fair and it was valid and and i was going through it and i'm glad that in my desperation for community that when i got it and when that community kind of spoiled and became tainted that i respected myself enough to remove myself from a harmful situation, or a situation that did not serve me. Um, I think, you know, sometimes when I post on TikTok, especially because that's where a lot of people just feel the need to just put their opinion, um, how it's their opinion from their point of view uh, out there and not really think not everybody's like me. Um whenever I like post some of these clips on TikTok I always get people who are like you know, like they think you're desperate. They think that, you know, you're gonna accept anything that as it comes and and like your loneliness is valid. Loneliness is extremely valid. Depression is valid. You know, yearning for a community is so valid. But I think once we're in that community, we shouldn't be so afraid of being alone again, that we keep ourselves in a situation that is harmful to us mentally, physically, emotionally. I don't think that that, there is ever anything worth sacrificing peace of mind for. I think a lot of the times when we make friends people are like yeah my friends take me as I am they you know uh, you walk in with wide open arms and that love is supposed to be unconditional I genuinely feel like there is not a single love on this planet that should be unconditional except for the love that you have for yourself and that you have for your child maybe and even that has stipulations if your child is a murderer you can still love them in a certain way but it's not it's definitely there are conditions to every love I think um and you know I'm not a mother so you know that that will grandly change when I pop out a little child but I think sometimes friends make the mistake of thinking that The love between friendships should be unconditional and therefore that gives an excuse to be abusive, to be abrasive, to be wrong and loud and and just a bad, you know, a person that it, it can lack respect because they expect that love to be unconditional. And I think sometimes that's how we get ourselves stuck in so many friendships. And like, sometimes we just become so uncomfortable being around people and being in situations. And I definitely think we should listen to that discomfort that is in our bodies. And we should pack it up and move on and not be scared of being alone. Because, you know, I'm glad that I've gotten to a point where I am my place of peace when I can't, deal with people and the things that they do i know that divine will always have my back and no matter what situation i am i will always respect myself enough to leave okay so i stand by that clip, girl what's up dang thing. <laughs> So I heard a phrase the other day that I heard for the first time ever. And I was like, fuck, that makes sense. There is a phrase called future faking. And it is when somebody you are dating, they start telling you all their plans for you to in the future. Or somebody you're talking to somebody that like, you're not, you're not in that comfortable place of a relationship with. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there comes a point where like somebody you're dating feels like a friend. You're not there yet at this point. But they're telling you all the things they want to do with you in the future. All the places they want to go with you. All the places they want to take you. All the experiences they want to have with you. And essentially it's a form of love bombing. And they're I don't know why they're saying it. I don't understand why they're saying it. But they don't mean it. And they're either doing it from a place of fear or a place of soothing themselves and bringing themselves comfort, trying to think that they have the ability to get to that point, when in real life, they don't. They fucking don't. So this motherfucker future faked me, and I fell for it because, like, honestly, like, I don't know. I thought the universe was sending me signs. I was just being a dumb, dummy, dumb, bubbly bitch, and I just, I really thought, I thought, you know, I was silly, and I thought that a man could be great. Um so he future faked me and and the thing is like he told me all that stuff and then just disappeared. Interesting. So um I was like all right, well I'm not going to reach out um because I'm I'm just not. Why would I? But then I was like thinking about it and I was like, you know what, fuck it. If you're my if you're my If you're my person, it shouldn't matter if I reach out or if you reach out. So I texted him. Please tell me why this motherfucker left me undelivered. Watched my story. (laughs) Uh, And then just never answered. And I'm like. You're done. You're done. You're done. And also I'm done. I just it gets harder and harder to imagine a world where i get past the prerequisite of the talking phase of the talking stage and i'm getting older and i just don't get it i don't get it i spend a lot of time reflecting on my life and like last night one of my friends she said to me she was like um she pulled my cards a couple days ago, actually she pulled my cards, and you know, like she did the whole ritual and she pulled my cards and she received um she sent me a picture actually, and she got I'm scrolling okay, oh, that's why it was it like unloaded itself. She got, the first card she pulled was, hurry up. Okay, the first card she, she pulled the Ten of Cups, the Seven of Swords, the Five of Wands, the King of Swords, and the Hierophant. So, which I thought, like, was pretty on point, like, regarding, like, work and stuff. Because it literally was, like, keep doing your podcast. That's what I got from that. And then when I asked her to pull for my love life, um, and essentially like this person in particular, we got the fool. So, and I know the fool means like approach things with like a care, like wonder and excitement and stuff like that. And, um, I know that. So I hope for the best. And I was like, I'm going to text him. And then I text him and then, you know, all that happened. And I was just like, all right, I'm not doing that anymore. Um... But she told me this morning she was like, um she'd gotten to a point where she was just like I'm just gonna focus on my work and like the stuff I already have going on and I'm just not gonna try to find anybody. And the thing is, I feel like I don't really go looking. I don't really go looking like for relationships. Like these things find me. I'm like, it's like, I feel like every time I think about it, I feel like I'm just sitting there in my corner, like painting. And then somebody comes and they're like, Hey, can I offer you a cookie? And I'm like, sure. And then they give me the cookie and there's a fucking razor blade in it. And then I'm like bleeding. And then they're like, Oh, what's wrong? I'm like, the cookie gave me has a razor blade in it. And then they're like, well, I didn't tell you to eat the cookie. I just, you know, I came and gave you a cookie. I didn't tell you to eat it. <laughs> I came and I told you I liked you. I didn't tell you to believe me. Why would you do that, you silly goose? So that's what I feel like. And um, I just, I love cookies. And <laughs> and I just feel like at this point, I just am not going to eat any more cookies The way that I just sighed watching this clip because I was actually laying in bed last night thinking about this and I, it was like two in the, oh no, actually it was like six in the morning and I felt like a wave of loneliness enshroud me because I was like, it's almost October. It's almost, you know, pumpkin picking season. It's going to be, it's going to be orum. It's about to be rum. Like, it's feel like oram outside. Like, I was like, it's fall. It's fall. The leaves are changing. It's going from green to brown to orange to yellow. This is my season. This is spooky, spectacular season. And I was thinking about how last year, last Halloween, I was talking to this guy that this clip is about and I really, who y'all, the, the things that this man was like texting me, like he was basically like, cause he was away, remember, remember, jogging your memory, he was away. Um, he... He was telling me, like, I can't wait until October. We're going to go pumpkin picking. We're going to take cute pictures. Like, we're going to be kissing in the pumpkin patch. He was like, we're going to be kissing in the pumpkin patch. Like, he was just like, oh, my God. Like, I was eating it. I was like, this is Christian girl autumn. This is Christian girl autumn. This is what I wanted. This is Christian girl autumn. Like, don't fucking play with me. Like... I really was like, oh, my God, he gets it. Like, he's living in my Pinterest board. (laughs) So, you know, I was really excited about what could have been. And, like, you know, I was like, oh, my God, I'm finally going to get, like, my first boyfriend. He really likes me. He's so handsome. And he was so handsome. Like, he was tall, Like, he was handsome. He was all of it. And I was so shallow, child. Still shallow as hell. (laughs) Literally so I'm still shallow as hell. I can't lie about that. Like literally last night my friend was like I was telling about this man who'd been in my deep in my DMs and she was like um she was like, Is he and I was like ugly? Yeah. Moving on. Like I was like, Oh, you know, maybe I should give him a chance. No. Um but Yeah, so this man, like, he really, I remember when my cousin visited, and, like, (laughs) and she was, like, we were on FaceTime, he and I, and she was, like, he has you wrapped around his little finger, and I was, like, no, he don't, and she was, like, yeah, he does, and she was, like, I'm a little worried, she was, like, if he fucks up, are you gonna be able to, like, end it, I was, like, yeah, and she didn't believe me, but I believed in myself, and it was true, you know, I was able to end it, even though I did maybe spin the block a couple times, child, (laughs) um, but, I just remember thinking about what could have been and, like, and there's so much promise and, like, joy and opportunity and things that haven't happened yet, um, because it just seems like the world is your fucking oyster and uh, it's just, you know, as, like, the fall season comes around and, like, and it's cold and all you want is a cuddle and a kiss and a little snuggle, um you know, I've been, I realize I've been thinking about him a lot more because, you know, like he told me like all those things. He made promises that he obviously didn't keep. And, and you know, I just, we move girl, we move, we gotta keep moving. Um, it was funny because my, my mom I mean, this is kind of commentary for this part and the next part, but you know, I had been going out a lot recently and I met a lot of guys that way. And at the end of the day, I was just like, they're idiots. Like, the guys I meet out, it doesn't matter how influential they are, how much money they have, whatever. Like, they're still acting a fool, girl. Like, just dumb, 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 dumb. And I'm like, this is not for me. Like, I don't like this. Like, this isn't, this doesn't seem to be going the way I thought it would. And, And you know, my mindset could have very much been like, oh my god, that means I'm never going to find anybody. I have ink on my hand. What the heck? Um, I was like, you know, my mindset could very much be like, I'm never going to find anybody. You know, that really means like, you know, I was on dating apps, I didn't find anybody. I was in school, I didn't find anybody. I was in New York, I didn't find anybody. I was going out, I didn't find anybody Wow, there's nobody for me. That's really what my mindset could be. But I was happy that, like, one of the, before I even thought about that, before I even sat down to have that thought process with myself, one of the very first things that anybody said regarding that aspect of my life, which was something my mom said listen, this lady, when I tell you, she. Y'all, she be like, her verbal diarrhea is crazy. Like, her intrusive thoughts, she just speaks them out loud. So, when I'm in crisis, she is genuinely one of the last people I want to be speaking to. Because she won't make me feel that damn Um, And she doesn't mean to. She's trying to, like, give good advice. But, like, oh my fucking god. It's not always good advice. It's, I mean, it's good advice. But it's just harsh. Like, shit. Um, So, I, but Miraculously. Jesus went into her body And spoke through her lips And she was like she was like you know what this is a great thing she was like you were at home you didn't meet anybody you thought it was because it wasn't you weren't going out you were um going and now you were going out and you didn't meet anybody she was like so all that means is that you are not in the right place and time of your life to meet somebody when you are supposed to meet the person you're supposed to meet they will come to your door girl she was like you will not have an option You will not have an option but to meet them because life is working on its own without you and it doesn't need you to try to go out and find what it already has planted for you because it's not showing up yet because life doesn't want it to. So she was like, so for now, just sit down and worry about yourself and when the time comes, the time comes. And I was like, damn, that was so profound. Thank you for saying that because you know I was I don't know what I was expecting her to say, but girl I was a little scared I was a little scared of crying because she you know listen Caribbean mothers Caribbean mothers honey bun that little thing that sensor button that's in your head it's like oh maybe let me not say that because it might hurt some feelings it don't exist up in there no it don't exist up in there so that was the first thing I heard regarding that. So I was very happy to hear that. And I was like, you know what, bitch? you right. You're fucking right. I've done everything I could and I still haven't met anybody. And I think that just goes to show that when I meet the person that I'm supposed to meet, I will meet them not by my own accord, but by life's accord. And they are going to be everything that I ever wanted. And I'm going to be extremely happy. So per. Um, there was something else I was going to say. I'm gonna say something else. I don't remember. Anyways, here's the next clip. A couple weeks ago, I was having a conversation with somebody where I hate, I don't even wanna repeat this conversation. And I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast. If he's listening, exit. You're in women's business. Fuck. So I had a conversation with somebody. And he said to me that I, oh my God, I'm going to get judged for this. Anyways, he said to me that I was, okay, before, (laughs) I'm making so many excuses, okay? So one thing you have to understand about me is I am actually a very patient person. I am. Um, As, you know, as, as hard-lined and as extreme as I may seem, I'm actually, I give a lot of chances and I am more of an observer than anything. So I always, I always have an idea where my relationships are going to go because I'm watching you more than you think I'm watching you, right? And I'm not saying that as in like, I'm judging, I'm this, I'm that. It's just me. I don't, I talk a lot here but like when I'm with somebody I don't say much. I don't say a lot unless I have a reason to and like I don't I don't i barely word vomit like that's not a thing that like happens to me. So when I actually it happens here in real life does not happen to me shocking but So when I am with somebody, I like to let them talk. And I feel like you learn a lot more about people when you just let them talk. Because a lot of times people will open up or they'll dig themselves into a hole and reveal the real them. And reveal the real them can go good or bad. So that's just how I feel about that. And I'm not doing it on purpose, it's just how I am. Anyways, so all of that to really set up. So anyways, I was letting this man talk. And he was like talking himself into a hole and he was telling me that, um, he was attracted to a certain type of woman and the type of woman he was attracted to is not me. Number one, (laughs) he didn't say it like that, but I was like, that's not who I am. So like, what? Anyways, so he was, like, he was attracted to, like, a certain type of woman, and, like, I don't really want to say, like, they're alpha females, but, like, women like Rihanna and women like, okay, I'll just say this, Rihanna and Selena Gomez, right, they're two different women, they're very both, they're both very powerful, but Rihanna has an intensity that Selena Gomez does not, right, and even, like, Beyonce, Rihanna and Beyonce, Rihanna has a certain intensity that Beyonce does not. I feel like Beyonce's intensity is more reserved and you feel like I'm scared to even open my fucking mouth, but it's like out of respect and not fear. And I feel like Rihanna, you're scared to open your mouth out of fear. Okay. That's how I feel. (laughs) Or that's how I perceive them. So he was telling me that he liked the Rihanna not open your mouth out of fear. And he said that and... I'm not even gonna get into how I felt about that because I didn't really care. I'm just gonna say that. I didn't give a fuck. But I did start thinking about like women like Rihanna and women who have that personality type because there was a point in time where I had that personality type. I really did. And I remember it was when like I first left school high school and I went into college and I had that personality type and I got my way with everything I was very much a bitch I was very much a spoiled brat and I knew it and I loved it and you know I didn't care and I miss her (laughs) I fucking miss that girl and that's and I really started thinking about that and I was like damn when did I lose her when did I lose track of her And then I realized that it was when two things had happened. I made a new friend group or I was like kind of being ushered into a new friend group by one person in that group and nobody else in that group liked me because they felt I was really harsh. And I was really like, for example, I remember there was one time this girl, we were having a conversation and I was telling somebody about something and she was not involved in the convo and she tried to butt in and I literally told her, I was like, shut up. I don't know you. Why are you in my conversation? There were 10 different nicer ways to say that, but I chose the meanest one, okay? So I was, for a time, very mean. And it didn't come from a place of insecurity. I don't even think that's the crazy thing. It didn't come from a place of insecurity. It just came from a place of like, I knew my boundaries, I don't fucking know you. Why are you in my conversation? Bye. Like very much like that. I wasn't open to getting to know new people, none of that but like I also don't want to glorify that version of myself because I'm pretty sure my memory like does not help me right now but I'm pretty sure I had bigger issues that I just I probably didn't even have words for them I didn't even know they were issues like I I cannot say that having that personality type at the time would have served me any good I think if I have that personality type now if I usher that person personality type now it'll be good and which is what I'm trying to do Mm -hmm. Okay, so this clip, I kind of got frustrated watching it and (sighs) the reason why is because this man that I'm speaking of here, I just gave him way too much credit. I think in this clip, I very much was not in this clip, but I think in this episode, to be honest, it was very much giving a victim. It was giving victim. And you know, I am a victim of a lot, but I think it comes to a point where you have to kind of take hold and you know grow up and i man let me tell y'all i i'm just going to go deep dive into it so this person is somebody that in the last couple of weeks that i've kind of been around a lot and i looking back now i really just gave them too much fucking credit bro just way too much credit and it's like they're not that smart they're not that spectacular there's nothing really special about them and i think what makes I think really one of the things that made him the most special to me was because of how I felt when I was around him, but I don't think that that was because he made me feel loved. I think it was because I saw the capacity of love that I could express when I was around him because he made it so easy to give him love, which I don't know if that's confusing how I just stated that, but I think the thing that I was in love with was something about myself when he was around but not necessarily him it was an expression of myself because girl he gave us nothing girl he gave us nothing go girl give us nothing that was him nothing and and like i have no reason to have really felt that way and, like, looking back now, I'm just, like, I gave him way too much credit. And I think the reason why I did that was because at that point in the podcast, I'm not going to lie, I would feel like I didn't know a lot about myself. I feel like I was still learning who I was, and I was still trying to discover myself. I was in the midst of an identity crisis. Um, I, I think I, I, like, when I watched that episode, when I listened to that episode, and, like, a couple of the episodes before, I really feel like I... I was a child like I was a child like mentally I was a child um, I blamed a lot of my you know my shortcomings or my emotional wounds on people and like I wanted them to be the one to fix it and it gets to a point where you're like these people are never gonna fix it they're never gonna fix it and I think at that point I was thinking that you know This is an emotional wound that needs to be fixed by him and I being in a relationship together. Girl, don't do that. No. Um, and, and I really wanted him to be the one to fix that wound. And I felt like that wound was going to stay open because I never saw him because we never talked. We never did anything, but then bitch, I was seeing him all the fucking time and not in that capacity, but like he, we were just running in the same crowd. I was seeing him all the fucking time. He had an ample opportunity to fix that fucking wound. Did he fix it? No. And it even got to the point where I told him that there was a wound and he was like, uh uh-uh. He was like, oh, well, bitch, no. So I was like, hold on, it's not wrong here, right? Something is wrong here. So ample opportunity to fix the wound. He didn't fix the wound. He didn't really care about fixing the wound. And I realized that the reason why he did not give a fuck about fixing the wound was one, because that boy is a walking wound girl. So I was like, all righty then. Um, why was I waiting on somebody basically on somebody's permission to heal myself and i was like this is fucked beyond reason um there's i think i took a lot upon myself that i didn't need to take upon myself uh to be a hero to be a a heroine and then when the person that i wanted to save was not allowing me the chance to save them i was the victim girl no we're we're not doing that we're not doing that a lot of it like it literally i remember one time i was speaking to him and i what did i say i said i asked him basically like what the issue was like between us and he was like there is no issue he was like i don't hate you i don't have anything for you and i realized that oh my god you don't feel anything for me (laughs) like girl it just it was not giving and I like that episode because there's a lot of funny bits and like I was really going in. I'm not going to lie. Like it was a full rant session, but I also think like I was still emotionally immature, like and watching back and like learning things about myself and about other people. Girl, the emotional immaturity is really jumping out and like, and the funny thing is at that time and still in my point of view and in my reasoning and in trying to learn and heal and grow, A lot of what I said was valid a lot of it was valid but that's the thing though a lot of your pain is valid all of your pain is essentially valid but it is the healing portion that needs to I'm praying that my my computer doesn't like scream Um, because my friend just sent in a text I'm like I don't know how this is all gonna react together I think the thing is it's like up until like you are hurt right you're hurt somebody hurts you up until the moment you decide to heal you I'm not saying you have to forgive I'm not saying you have to forget but I think once you decide that you're gonna heal yourself you can no longer really look to that person to be the one to heal you you can't expect them to say sorry you can't expect them to fix it And I think at that time, I was still expecting him to fix it. And by fix it, I wanted him to love me. And that was never going to happen. So I'm like, no. Like, you know, it got to the point where I was like, okay, fuck, I have to be the one to fix this. And I think I finally, I don't, I think I got the closure I wanted. I think I definitely got the closure I wanted by, sadly, by being around him so much and being like, oh my God, like, you're a fucking wreck, bro. But And I mean, uh, he's not a rag. It's just like, by realizing that that's not really what I wanted and that I don't necessarily want my emotions to be dependent on another human being. You get me? Um, so I hope that you enjoyed, okay, oh well, maybe I should start that differently. I feel like that would be jarring. But um, yeah, so uh... This was a very fun episode. I enjoyed walking down memory lane with everybody, and I hope you enjoyed this little, this little stroll, this little, this little uh, walk down the yellow brick road. That's what I was trying to remember, down memory lane, and just seeing how far we've come. Wow, I know how far I've come emotionally during this time, and you know I hope that you're able to reflect on where you started um, when this journey started with us together. Um and honestly if you have if you feel like you have not changed or you haven't grown you're lying to yourself babe i hate to tell ya but you're lying to yourself you know how many times i'm like my life isn't changing nothing's changed and then i you know i get it together and i really take a long hard look at where i came from and i'm like i'm such a silly little liar <laughs> um But yeah, you're doing good, babe. You're doing great. We're all doing, we're trying our best. Okay. And I think that's all we can really ask for ourselves is to do our best and to try our best and to be kind and to be, you know, beautiful, happy people and and to try to heal ourselves and to try to give ourselves grace and to give ourselves the chances that we deserve and the space to make mistakes and to be fun and to be sad and to be angry and to feel rage and to feel pity and, you know, and I think once we allow ourselves the grace to do that, then we can pick ourselves up and move on. Because um, I think no matter what you're feeling, I think the important thing is that you just simply remember that it ends and there is a portion Um, after the rain where you move on where the rain has ended the rain never keeps going the rain has ended and you get up you pick up your things you shake off your umbrella and you keep walking Um, there will be further storms ahead but we move so um, if you're watching on YouTube make sure you hit that subscribe button and make sure you hit the like button and make sure you also uh hit the notification bell so you can know when i post and if you're listening on apple please leave me a rating or review if you're listening on spotify leave me a little rate in and you guys i'm really excited about the merge. i'm excited about everything i'm excited because i'm going to do a giveaway so stay in touch stay in touch Um, And if you want to follow me on Instagram or on Twitter, it's at Vinephilo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O, Vinephilo. I I love you. Bye.